Nerds. This is episode 188. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. And I'm back, because fuck you. Hey. <laughs> well, you know, you, just, you know how it is. You want to you try on the new model sometime. The new Chuck? Yeah. The new, the the new English, Charles. English Chuck? English yeah. Charles? Well, you know, everybody's, everybody's getting these British bikes. I figured, let's try on a British co-host for a bit. Well, see how that goes. I see how it goes. And he's, like, aggressively British, too. I mean, you know, he sent us that picture that's on the uh, show notes of, of the British guy on the British bike with a Union Jack yes. logo on the side. Payback. Because in case you didn't pick up on this, he's British. Payback's a bitch, Todd. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I wonder if I can find a German Todd, like an <laughs> angry Todd. I've... Oof. I don't. I can't do any German words. That's my no, wife. Apparently not. My wife does the German stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's her. That's her area of expertise. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thanks to Charlie for filling in. Yeah. I noticed my seat feels a little different now. Yeah. Things, yeah. It was. I had my feet up on it last week. Things are different. It's a little totted. It's real totty. My helmet has never felt the same again. Really? Since you put it on. Uh, I have that effect on things. Yeah. I mean, we do know. We have it on good authority that I can Todd through solid steel. <laughs> yeah. Given enough time. Yeah. I'm actually going to see if uh, Chris Chris is pretty sure he can uh, weld that back together for me. Untot it? Yes. <laughs> Temporarily untot it. <laughs> is Chris up to the challenge? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this week's episode is brought to you by the folks at Surf and Summit Motorcycle who offer Suzuki V-Strom rentals for Maine and New Hampshire and have actual bikes for rent right now. You can go there now, today. Go get a bike. Ride Go ride it. Coast. It's there. Surf and Summit will pick you up at the airport, too, and deliver the rental bike to your hotel at no extra charge, which is kind of a smoking deal, because most places will make you drive to them via who knows how. We've had him on a show, and he sounds like he'll bend over backwards to help you out. He's, he's excited. He's, he he's definitely into it. <laughs> you can check him out at surfandsummitmotorcycle.com. Mm-hmm. You know, not the It movie is coming out. I actually kind of want to go visit Maine mm-hmm. and be terrified. Maine Seacoast is pretty kick-ass. Yeah. The interior is nice, too, if you like riding through forests and stuff, and black flies that can pick your bike up and carry them away. That, I'm pretty sure I read that in an It uh, or a Stephen King book. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, there's mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he writes about big-ass flies a lot. He, Did you hear about the Gunslinger movie? Yeah. It's yeah. getting slammed. It's getting totally hard. slammed. Well, how could you how could you make a movie out of those books? I mean, really. It, it needs to be like a miniseries. Or not even a miniseries. It needs to be a series could, like Walking Dead. That could work. That could work. I could see that. If it was like Walking Dead or The Mist. Yeah. Which is also way off the rails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are however many episodes in The Mist now. I want to say at least seven. Yeah. No monsters. No monsters. No monsters. It's all psychological. That sounds Pe- not actually like that much fun. People hallucinate. Or I don't, I don't know if it's hallucinations no, they're not because they're the, the things are actually killing people, mm-hmm. but it's all being pulled out of their psyche. Like, what if, what if, what if you had one like that, but it was all psychological and it was like people trying to do some job, but, but will they make it in time because the deadline is coming soon? But then there was trouble amongst the team. Do, do, do. I don't think we're going to make this deadline for whatever job it is we're doing, Chuck. You're supposed to say something angry back at me now. This doesn't sound at all theoretical anymore. No, no. Is is this your daily life? No, this is every reality show ever made. 
Ah, uh, okay. Oh, but will the team be able to finish it in time? Will the team come to... Oh, my God. You know what I'm, that's giving me flashbacks to? Uh-huh. Monster Garage. Yeah, yeah, Monster Garage. Monster Garage. Uh, American Chopper. Uh, Pickers. Uh, what's the, uh, any, the, one with the... The one where they dig holes. Any house flipping um, show. Yeah, flipping shows. Yeah. But will they be able to make in time? But will Chot and Chuck be able to pull the episode off in time? No. We're running short on, on jokes, Chuck. <laughs> Then we'll just take one of our old ones and pound it into the ground like we always do. But can they do it in time? (laughs) Wait, you put cake frosting on bread and eat it? That's weird. (laughs) Now a classified. Oh, that's silly classified. Why would you try to sell that for that thing? After these messages on Wheel Nerds, classifieds, classifieds. Classified. I really hate those shows, in case you hadn't picked up on that. I like the house flipping ones. I, I don't. You don't? They're fun. Especially the ones where the people are divorced and you know they hate each other uh-huh. and they can't even stand being in the same room, but they're forced to stand across from each other and act like they're they're still married and uh-huh. everything's cool. To get rid of the For fucking the house. duration of a scene. Ah, okay. That's pretty good. I do like that. I like other people's pain. What can I say? Oh, so I've been living with the Nuvis for a while now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and <sighs> I think I'm gonna screens, doohickeys, pew 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 I think I'm going to um, un-Bluetooth it out mm-hmm. of the chain and just go back to the scene on phone. Yeah, and then use just a HUD as a HUD. Sure. Okay, makes sense. Because it, it's great for. The, the limited stuff it does. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I almost always either just have it on map view mm-hmm. or um, speedometer. Which seems like the unique thing it's bringing to the table anyway. Yeah. And it's nice that, you know, if I have my head turned, if I'm doing checks or anything, the speedometer's with me no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah. yeah. So for that, it's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still wish it porned. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get a, a last minute software update for porning. I'm hoping they, they do frequent software updates and add porning or a rear view camera, uh-huh. something. Something cool, something. You know what it's missing? What's that? It's missing a killer app. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, uh, the speedometer's neat. But I gotta be honest, I have one of those. <laughs> yeah, um, it's nice that it's like super accurate and you don't have to do math in your head. Sure, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the bandit. The bandit. You have to do a lot of math in your head. And if you've got a bunch of bikes, all the math is a little bit a different. Little bit different right? <laughs> I have to go from German math to Russian math to yeah. English math. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Suddenly, it all comes together. Yeah, it's 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 nice, but it's missing a killer app. It's it doesn't have. There's nothing that blows you away. That nothing like that blows you. Totally away. impossible to get any other way. Correct with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because, you know, if you just stick your phone in a RAM mount a little bit high up, mm-hmm. it's going to be in the same place where the HUD is. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't like GPS maps anyway. I want to look at a map, memorize where I'm going and go. The yeah. map in my head is generally better. I like having a map that's just scrolling. Yeah. Even, and that, that's kind of why I, I want to unhook the new viz out of the Bluetooth change. Mm-hmm. Um because if the map's just going, I just can't glance at it, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I'm asking Google or something to do GPS work for me, uh-huh. I can just chatty. hear it. Yeah. And if I need to, I can just glance at the map. Yeah. I don't need the new Viz app 
doing that for me. Sure, yeah. Um, the one thing they tried to include as sort of a killer app was um, their rides function, where you can plot out a ride, a GPS route, whatever, mm-hmm. and store that as a route, and then go do it. Hmm. Um, I haven't played around a whole lot with that yet because the only one I've got mapped is work. Yeah. So, but I mean, it doesn't seem. I mean, that's that's honestly like that's like early days of GPS function. Yeah. Feels like. No, if they had stuff like, hey, you are near a something from a Butler map kind of thing, and it's it's the good stuff. That would make a degree of sense. Yeah, I mean... That would be different. But again, again, what would that be that you couldn't get on your phone, too? Yeah. I mean, the screen is their thing. So it's got to be something that makes use of that screen. Yeah. Hmm. I think, like, a rear-view camera would be great. I think that would be sort of neat. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I, I was a little underwhelmed trying it on. I, I, I've, been, I've been chewing it over in my head. I'm like, maybe I don't get it. You know, maybe there's something about it I don't get. But I just... I'm... It seems like a lot of thing for not a huge improvement in the experience to me. Yeah, it definitely feels like a 1.0 yeah, iteration, and it doesn't have a killer hook yeah. to really sell it yet. There's it's, no damn. It doesn't, it's not like the way I – I don't feel the way about it I felt when I first had the Heelite vest on, mm-hmm. where it was like, holy shit, this yeah, is a – Game is changer. A total game changer. Game changer. Yeah. <laughs> This is a this is a totally new paradigm mm-hmm. that I didn't really get that. So yeah, it's not there yet. I no. think if they added a, a camera, I'm looking forward to see what comes next. That would be cool. Really. You know, it reminds me it reminds me of like the uh, I don't know some of the really early communication systems. Mm-hmm. You know, with the wires and all that crap. Yeah. Like the idea was clearly a good idea, but it hadn't quite found its stride yet. It was still trying to find its happy place. It needs to get off of the little plastic thing and get onto your visor. Oh yeah, big time. I can see all sorts of problems with that, but and I and I need I need to have the the, the, the porn the computer talking to me mm-hmm. with the English accent, the soothing English yes. accent. Oh, soothing English accent is a necessity. <laughs> Paul Bettany can stop doing uh, show anything. movies, anything at all, and just do nothing but voiceovers, <laughs> and he'll be set. No problem. That would be amazing. Yep, I think it could work. It could work. Cool. So, because I like other people's pain, I helped my nephew buy a Nighthawk. Oh. Yeah. How's that going? Um, is it his first bike? It's his first bike. Okay. Yeah, I got him. I got Does him. Does he know both, how to ride a bike? Yeah, I got him both a free class and I got him a sweet deal on one of the bikes that was in his class. How does his <laughs> How does his parents feel about this? Well, until he got the big scholarship for school, they were a little leery about it because he needed to save money for school. As soon as okay. he got the scholarship for school, they're like, "Yeah, fuck it, goodbye, bike." How old is he? He's eighteen. Wow, my parents would never have gone for that at eighteen. <laughs> uh, Oh, okay, cool. His par- his parents have a realistic attitude about it. All right, <laughs> they're they're like, well, we can we can fight him all the way, and he'll do it behind our back, or we can you know, sort of let him do it and make sure that he listens to Todd the whole time, and you know, we have some confidence that he will be all right. So you know, clearly he did not have a father who would scare other sailors by rising out of the ocean drunk and angry. Um. No, but I could see his father doing that with an axe out of, like, the deep weeds somewhere. That wouldn't be a big stretch. I I would be terrified at that age to try to sneak something like that behind my dad's back. Yeah. yeah. It would not end well. <laughs> but in this case, yeah. So he's uh, he's uh, he's got the Nighthawk. It's, uh, he's been texting me all day long about it. Did he, got, he just get it? He just got it. Today? So I okay. went and picked it up for him from the... Uh, 
from the range up. And is it, it's a class bike? It's a class bike. You yeah. set him up with a class bike? It's pre-disastered. Oh, What's not to like? God damn. Well, and of course, Dale has it. I'm like, oh, well, it's missing these parts. Dale's like, which parts do you need? I'm like, you have like a bucket of parts? He's like, dude, I have literal Nothing but boxes of Nighthawk parts. <laughs> I could build <laughs> multiple boxes. I could build multiple bikes. Because <laughs> you, know, you get the Nighthawk, and the first thing you do if it's a trainer is you take the mirrors off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he's got, you know, he he gave him, like, new brake pieces and mirrors and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh, Which is pretty cool. Um, Really nice of him. Um, Gave the kid a smoking deal, too, which is nice. I mean, like I said, it's pre-disaster. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's part of the deal. Uh So he's been tearing, Anthony's been tearing it apart. He uh, had had some electrical gremlins. Um, Turns out the switch on the handlebar was no good. Uh, It was grounding out to the handlebar. Okay. So if you had it on between low and high beam, you would briefly get a flash of light, and then it would turn off again because mm. it was touching the handlebar. So he got that sorted. Now he's working on the brake light. But uh, you know, he's it's it's been good for the kid. He's been uh, learning how to work on a bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, really, let's be honest. First bike should be a character building experience, right? Right. So has he taken the class yet? Yeah, he took the class. Were you his coach? Uh, no, actually, he, uh, <laughs> the, our our new coaches were his coaches. Okay. Um. So the deal was, when you're training new coaches, you need uh for half of it, they you know they have other coaches come and we just do horrible things. You know, we'll like peel out of the spot and do all kinds of crazy shit. Um. But then they have actual students who come mm-hmm. and that they teach a course while supervised. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he volunteered to be one of those students. I said, you know, it's going to be a little slow and awkward course, but it'll be free. He's like, I can get behind that. So, did, did you stand there and glare menacingly? No, I popped in at one point. A bunch of us popped in just to give him, you know, coaches will be popping in and out the entire time the class is going on to give some grief and see what the, how the noobs are. Uh-huh. Um, and they did well. They did well. Actually, the funny thing was is the noob for our school, for Utah Rider Ed, turned out to be Matt, the guy who helped me put the car tires on the back of the Strom. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, in addition to his racing and his shop, he is teaching now, too. Okay. So, yeah. So, that was kind of fun. Cool. Yeah, I thought so. So, so when are you going to go riding with him? Um, well, once this Nighthawk actually runs worth the damn. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not entirely accurate. It runs awesome. I mean, it runs spectacularly. Okay. What it, what it doesn't do is turn on lights at the moment. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't 100% pass inspection just now. <laughs> Just wait a year. We'll get rid of that. But he did all the brakes up, and you know he did the, he did a good job with that. He's just a whole different animal on the front end now. So okay, it cool. stops. It actually stops. <laughs> the front end, the front end when I got it was mad scary. I was like, uh, Dale, this is sort of scary. He's like looking at. It, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. Da, 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 da. Bye. <laughs> got the cash. Gotta go. <laughs> Dale, this is this is just a box of parts. Yep. Gotta go. <laughs> How are you? How are you peeling out on an Eliminator One Twenty Five? Skills. <laughs> if anyone could do it, Dale could probably do it. <laughs> You're on asphalt. Why is there a dust cloud? <laughs> is that even a thing? <laughs> yeah, you know. Cool, man. Yeah, so I'm 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 psyched for him. You know, the kids the kids approaching it right. I mean, he <laughs> funniest part is I go and get it with his dad. I send him the pictures. He's like, I told his mom, I'm like, I found him a good bike. She's like, Oh, we know. <laughs> We, we've, we've seen heard. the pictures. We know. We've heard. We know all about it. There's been some some chat, and it gets it gets home. And, you know, it's a beat up old black knight, yeah. right? You know, mm-hmm. like he's like he sends me a text. He's like, "Dude, this is even better than I expected." I'm like, "All right, all right." Well, I mean, it's better than him going out of 
buying a brand new Hayabusa. Oh, oh my God, the shit he sent me. Credit card rates. He was he was sending me he was sending me like because you know his budget was low, so he's sending me like wrecked YZF six hundreds. I'm like, no, no, stop what you're doing. No, I found this box of parts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, this guy named Zach is selling it from his pickup truck. Assure me it will become a bike someday. <laughs> He's very adamant about it. Uh-huh. Speaking of bike parts, so I got those bars from Bugs. Thanks, Bugs, for the bars. Yes, um, Bugs bars. I, the bug bars. The bug bars. I learned, I learned a valuable lesson, which is that I actually like pullback on bars. It's pleasant. Okay. But the trouble with pullback on bars is if you hold your hands up like you're in dirt bike position, yeah. and then hold your hands like you're in pullback bar position. Yeah. When you're in that position, your elbows are close into your body, and yeah. you don't have a lot of ability to force the bars around, mm-hmm. which on a two-wheeler is fine because you just sort of swing them, right? Well, on the three-wheel, you kind of need to apply some force. So the bug bars, while comfy, were not actually – it was very not confidence-inspiring. Um, mm. All the head shake was very noticeable. The amount of effort it took mm-hmm. – and this is – we're talking like three and a half inches narrower. Mm-hmm. The amount of effort it took to turn that front wheel was astra-fucking-nomical. Huh. Yeah. So that was that was weird. Um, but it was a learning experience. So I went to the uh, shop and talked with a guy at length about it. Um, Really cool guy at South Valley Motorsports. Um, okay. And not just because he wears hipster shirts like I do. Um, <laughs> and has the same beard. We bonded, okay? Um, but he was talking about bars. And do he, I have to worry about my co-host seat first, no, Charlie? Now you're bonding with other never, dudes. Never. I, I have questions. It's only, only a mild threat at best. But, <laughs> but so we're talking about bars, and he talked about the thing about the dirt bike position is it puts all the muscles in your arms to work. Mm-hmm. So you've got all of the good, strong muscles in your arms. It's, you know, the cruiser position, not so much. I said, oh, I didn't think about that. So I have these ATV high bars, which were great, and they are great, and they're amazing for the front end, just so good, so comfy and really good steering action. Mm-hmm. A couple things that I discovered, though. One, I had to reroute a lot of cables. Um and when you're rerouting the cables, you can do one of two things. You can, A, take the cables either out of the carbs, no fucking way. That's buried in the absolute center of the bike. Okay. Not going to happen. Yeah. Or you can detach the throttle cables from the throttle, which okay. is basically impossible to do, too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm lazy, and this isn't going to work. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the bike, and I'm like, you know, if I detach the headlight housing and rotate the bit where it attaches, there's a space... Between the fork stanchion and the frame, it's kind of narrow, but but I think I might be able to Tetris that through it. Uh huh. The throttle went through pretty easy once you broke it in half. Um, you detach <laughs> the two halves and then you can okay. squeeze them through okay. one at a time. You just yeah. pass them through in pieces. Yeah, yeah. Now the problem came in with the clutch side. <laughs> uh huh. If you take the lever off, there's still the clamp hanging out, and you can't detach the cylinder. And uh-huh. There's no way in hell I was detaching the clutch hose and spraying fucking. <laughs> fluid everywhere. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> All right. So I did eventually manage to get it through. I tried to get it through the top about 10 times and ended up swearing my face off. Uh-huh. And then it occurred to me as I'm looking and I'm like, you know, lower down above the lower triple tree, I can probably take it around the corner. Yeah, this will work. And I can hear like like legions of shop employees going, that's not how you do it. <laughs> I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And just guide it through. And it worked. Yep. It was right up there with trying to get the uh, the shock with the piggyback into the back of the straw that Claire and I did. Like how, how much up, time down, did you turn, spend up, on down, this? Like two hours digging okay. around in the garage. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty fast at this kind of bullshit because I've done it a lot. Okay. How do I get this through the space and get it over here and I go turn it sideways, move a millimeter to the left, forward an inch, right, down, <laughs> tilt this way, back, and it'll come through. 
I was lucky when I put the rocks risers on my bars. I didn't have to do nothing with the cables. Nobody fucking likes you. <laughs> Just so we're clear. The instructions were saying yeah, I might have to. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, nobody likes you. <laughs> Fortunately, the uh, previous owner of the Bandit, when they put on the uh, the steel cables, they put on like long as shit cables for the brakes. So I was okay there. Okay. The, the clutch was the major worry. And I managed to figure it out. I need to desperately bleed the hell out of the brakes on the Triumph. Mm-hmm. They are... Now, that thing has ABS, though, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. Mm, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I've heard it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. But it needs doing, because those brakes are... I think, if I'm remembering correctly, one of the things you do with ABS, though, is if you... Um, you can either buy the device that will make the ABS self-purge, mm-hmm. or you can tot it with a paperclip and uh, make it self-purge. There's videos on YouTube. Okay. There's videos of everything on YouTube. Yeah. It's a... Uh... I heard it's 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 you need small hands, mm-hmm. small hands help. Mm-hmm. Which fortunately I have small hands. Yeah, you have small, uh, delicate Japanese curly hands. curly little hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. They're there. They do make that noise every time you move your fingers, which is weird. Wow. <laughs> I've never been able to figure that one out. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> See, so the other the other thing about the crazy ass wide bars is I have the bar end mirrors that I've always been a little iffy on. But when you have super wide bars, the bar end mirrors are like eight feet out to the side of the bike. They're awesome. They're like mirrors. They're amazing. They're like real mirrors, finally. <laughs> They've come into their own. And if and if I don't like the monkey, I can just turn the bars really hard to the right and just smack them in the head. Okay, not getting in that sidecar. <laughs> it's not actually that bad, but they're just, they're just wide as shit. Not taking that chance. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching things that I pass on the left real close. <laughs> so is the bandit sorted out? The bandit is pretty well sorted out. With the front suspension all uh, rejiggered, uh-huh. Um, cuz that was bugging you for a long time. That was yeah, well the, the it had this crazy understeer effect. Yeah. You know, where the front end would just you'd get into a hard turn, the front end would just go Bleh! Yeah. You know, you get this massive understeer. Um but uh yeah, you know, it's uh or excuse me, it was an oversteer. The one where it squishes down and it turns too sharp. Yeah, oversteer. Um, you know, like an old shitty car. Yeah. Yeah, like that. But uh it's been quite good. I'd like to do the back end at some point. But, you know, that's expensive. <laughs> Everything so far has been, you know, a hundred, two hundred bucks at a time. Some and just swearing your time and some totting. Yeah, <laughs> but the back end will be some some effort. There is no, there's basically no back shock for any bike I've ever seen for a mono shock that you're not going to spend five hundred bucks on. Okay, I mean the Stroms was closer to a thousand for the Olins. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, inadvisable stuff. Inadvisable stuff. Yeah, let's look at some ads. Classified. Starting off strong in the inadvisable world. Will Todd and Chuck make it through the classifieds? Will there be time to hit all the classifieds in time for the show? Will they have something funny to say for each one? Where is the fucking... There it is. Probably not. (laughs) It seems unlikely. (laughs) Start us off, Chuck. All right, so this was just a screenshot I got. You know, the screenshot speaks... Speaks volumes. I thought it did. That's, that's why I had to grab it. It's a 1981 Honda Goldwing. It's described as a 1981 Honda Goldwing. Uh-huh. He wants $1,900. Which is, you know, maybe a little steep unless it runs well. The paint looks good. You know, it's got which, the Vetter, it's got the Vetter uh, got luggage a, and fairing on it, which are very nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the color. I don't <laughs> like the construction orange. Well, I don't mind I mean, the construction not, orange, not a, actually, I not think. A fan, but I don't like the primer side 
panels that that's, it has. That's not Those its most prominent them. feature. You don't think so? You, you think it's the fact that they didn't bother to paint the Vetter fairing that, that's black, even though the rest of the thing is orange? I think that kind of stands out. I'm no. not sure I'm crazy about that. No, there's something else that's no? standing out to me on this. No. It's the seat, isn't it? The seat looks sort the of out of place. The seat looks okay. Yeah, the seat you know, looks in good shape for yeah, a 1981 I bike. I suppose. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's a, it's a trike. It's a reverse trike. Oh, 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 you and mean. Not a well done one. You mean the way that there is clearly a solid axle front of the car <laughs> attached to the There's front of the There's a car, thing. car, car axle mm-hmm. in the front. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that's, that's. Yeah. I guess I could see that being a problem. Steering that must be fun. I reckon it takes some effort. <laughs> I hope they don't have those uh, curb down bars. You just you know you don't get the arm uh, strength. You know the bad news is I think it does. Black <laughs> uh, horns were very popular at the time. This is uh, round eye by anything. With that, that is uh, this is a person who saw a spider and they're like, I can make one of those. <laughs> oh man, that's... I can do that. I can do that. I don't think he saw a spider. I think he heard a description of a spider from a person who was had it, drunk. Had it described to him by a person who was blind, uh-huh. who had it described to him by a person who was drunk uh-huh. and saw one in passing. I see. Okay. From the yeah. back. Right. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah. The, the, that is the man who was behind this vision. Okay. All right. So, yeah. I just can't stop looking at it and thinking, why would you do this to an otherwise quite passable-looking old Goldwing? Because the front end must have been all wadded up. That actually is <laughs> probably the most likely explanation. That's all. There's, there's no. There's, there's no mystery to this. There's no. Yeah, there's no other reason in anyone's right mind that the they front, would do that to this. The front. She was stuffed. She was. Wow. And the end came. And that color. And the gold we went. And it's orange. It's really quite orange. Yeah. No. I don't mind the orange. I think the orange has grown on me. Why Texas? Why Texas? Why? Because, you know, I mean, what if you, what, just imagine you were, you had a, um. Reason to live in Texas? Let's start there. Okay. I'm, I'm stumped. Okay. Sorry, too. John. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, John. This one doesn't look like a bad classifier. What is it? Well, uh, it's a 2001 Suzuki GS500. Runs and drives for 1800. Oh, yeah. Out in uh, San Diego. Yeah, that's not not bad. bad. I mean, it looks pretty clean. It's got an ugly-ass sticker on it from some shitty podcast. I don't know. Um, Uh, For sale is my 2001 Suzuki GS500. I pulled it out of storage last year and spent the winter and spring getting it ready for the road. I rode it. Rode it. On the road. I rode it. Some this summer. But it's time to pass the bike on to a new owner because stuff. The bike has had the following maintenance performed. Oh, that's nice. Boring, boring, boring shit. Uh, It's got engine guards, uh, cleaned and adjusted carburetors, fuel, air, all the things. That's nice. Yeah. I've ridden the bike 25 miles to and from work on several occasions and on Sundays to the church (laughs) as an old lady. What? And my wife had a few practice sessions on it. Is that the old lady? Uh, could be. This bike runs nicely once warmed up. I sense a punchline. Uh huh. There. It has a Vermont registration that is valid until February of next year. In case you just want to keep riding it as is. Just keep riding it with someone else's registration, which is definitely naughty. (laughs) Yeah, it's a, um, um. So this bike, um, belongs to Crash. What? Of the Cafe Racer podcast. Oh, okay. Available now. Now, 
I think he's edited this ad. Yeah. Because when he first showed it to us, mm -hmm. it said specifically, no title. Oh, so it's not stolen. <laughs> it is not, not stolen. Not stolen. It is awful clean for a not stolen bike, I will say. When I asked him about it, he's like, well, Vermont doesn't have titles. Um, we'll just we'll just give the registration and stuff. It'll be cool. Boom. So, I don't know. You're from there. I don't recall not having a title for my vehicles. You're from, I mean... I, I distinctly... I didn't have a motorcycle. How do you prove you own it? I don't know. I mean... I definitely had a title for my car. Okay. I very distinctly had a title for my car. Was it a real title? Yeah, like a title. Look, it looked just like a Utah title. Same like blue and red and all that bullshit. Did you make it in a computer lab? No, no, no. <laughs> Not like my driver's license. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's a GS five hundred, probably not stolen. I, I, it's crashed, so it's clearly, clearly stolen. <laughs> He's trying to make all those podcast dollars. Uh huh. That's why it's got new tires and, uh -huh. and chains. And the the actual repairs he's done to it, it sounds like he's like taken shitbag bike and made new. Got hosed, not not using it, and now want to take a bath on it. Please come buy it. <laughs> he, he's he's put all that work into the bike, clearly, so that it doesn't resemble the original bike anymore. Oh, he right. He is a chop shop. <laughs> now now it doesn't look stolen. That makes sense. Now it doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like the bike that was stolen in Vermont. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where there's oh. clearly a body involved. It's been brought to San Diego, <laughs> where no one will suspect. As far away from Vermont as he could get with this hot yep. bike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. So, you know, if you're in the market... You know, and don't mind a little, you know, little, you know. Blood. You know. <laughs> you, can, you can nab it. Guilt. Sin. Work today. Available today. We need something better. Something, I, a GS500 isn't powerful enough for me, Chuck. Find me something different. Okay, how about this? It's a 2005, <coughs> it's a 2005 Hayabusa Limited Edition. Ooh, Limited Edition. Those are nice. For $2,900. Wow, that's a bargain. That's a screaming deal. That's a screaming deal. deal. Screaming deal. Yep. Um, it's a okay. It's got sixteen thousand miles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This would be great for a project or a street fighter. Wait, because project? I have lost street eighty percent of the plastics on the bike. Oh yes, due to reasons. Reasons which certainly are not crashing and should not worry you at all, fine listeners. No, sorry, Bob. Yeah, this uh, this appears to be a, a two thousand five Hayabusa limited edition that somebody has just. Uh, Turfed hard on the front end. It's Such fairing as his left is all scratched to shit. Can we see the other pictures? Uh, let's look. Let's let's see more. The right side fairing appears intact, if extremely scratched and cracked. The uh, except it's missing. Like top the is missing. Top. Oh well, the top, the whole top bit's missing. The whole the left side fairing is conspicuously oh absent. Oh my god, that thing is wadded. And up. the left side handlebar is wadded, and the front wow. fender is wadded. What happened to the fender? Um, yeah, I'm going to say that the forks are probably a little untrustworthy under the circumstances. Oh my god, what happened to this bike? Oh, uh, he hit a shit. He hit something with it. Oh my god. He uh, probably didn't loop it, but uh, most likely what it is, it hit something head on. Uh, then what happened to the rear? Um, well, he might have. Well, see, see how the top of the tank is mostly undamaged. Yeah, yeah. I think actually, what he probably did is he probably locked it up. What do you think happened back here, where the where the 
uh, pillion the, the would top be. Pillion? I think that's the one of the bits that hits something. I bet he slid it on the left side into like a guardrail. Oh. Except the right side is scraped out. See, see how the p- pipe on the right side is mostly clean? Yeah. And the pipe on the left side is conspicuously absent. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's supposed to have a pipe on both sides for those paying attention. Um, very popular mod with the bandit to go get some Hayabusa exhausts. Um, yeah, so, you know. Oh, my God. All that's right. the thing. It's great. You love it. It's not a trap. Not at all. Look at how fast you can go on this. Nope. Okay, so Hayabusa is obviously not going to cut it. <laughs> well, it should mean, be a street fighter, Todd. It's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What could? What else could we do for about you know a little under three grand? Well, you're a hipster. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Well, we could do a rare Honda Pacific Coast. A what? Those are both hip and nice bikes. I haven't even heard of this bike. It's like okay, take like a Goldwing and like chop it in half, more or less. Okay. Okay. That's oh. the Honda Pacific Coast. So it looks kind of like a shrunken Goldwing. It looks like a spaceship. A little like a spaceship, too. Very nice 1997 Honda Pacific Coast 800C CV twin. In excellent condition. Same engines in shadow. Ready to ride. Has tremendous storage. These bikes are hard to find, especially one so nice, which is actually true. Trunk shown in picture is not included. That looks Fuck like the too. nicest part of the bike is that Gibby. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the paint The paint is the original, like, soulless Honda red. Okay, yeah. Um, which there's nothing you can do about that. But see, the cool thing about the Pacific Coast, apart from the fact that the engines just, like, run, run, run until the end of time. Uh-huh. Um, do you see everything from the tank on back on the Pacific Coast, which, what looks to be saddlebags? Yeah. It's not. What is it? That is one giant trunk in there. How do you get into it? Through the seat? The whole thing flips up. Like, From the entire ass end of the bike opens. Like, like a fucking clamshell. Like, toward the back or like toward the towards the front? Like, towards the front. Oh. Like, the whole just ass end of the, the bike lifts up. up. It's awesome. Huh. It's amazing. There is so much freaking storage in there. You could put a body in there, man. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And it was so the trouble, the problem is Honda put it out and they're like, we got to make it look like the Goldwing. So it has to be really like, you know, all like smooth and swoopy. And it came out at a time when that was just not the trend anymore. Uh huh. Um, it has flipped down passenger boards. It's got actually a full size, nice passenger seat. Yeah. I mean, it's got this shadow engine. So it's not like you're going to be winning any races. With it looks thing. okay. You know, it's got a really nice fairing. It's like Honda's, it's, it's like Claire's ST's fairing where like it's yeah. no sound at all behind it. The styling's really dated. The styling is wicked dated. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was almost dated when it was made. <laughs> but you know, the thing about it is, is if you want a bike, you could just like ride until the end of time. Yeah. This, this one was it. This will do it. This was it. I mean, and take all your shit. And I mean, all your shit. <laughs> that is the selling point of a Honda, though, is, is it's just, it's it just going to run. It goes forever. Yeah. It, it does exactly what it says on the tin and not an ounce more. Well, that's pretty cool. But still, I want the Gibby, goddammit. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell with that? Cheap can't we, bastard. Why can't we have it? <laughs> yep. Oh, well. Okay, so this is weird. This definitely fits in the weird category. Check Every, us in, Chuck. Everything we own for sale, $17,000. There's a picture of a bike. Yeah, YZF looks like. Yeah. Yes, we are selling everything we own for $20,000. That's not the same as seven. Apparently, they're already starting to knock that down. Mm-hmm. No, our son is not for sale. Okay. No deal. I don't have pictures of everything we own, but everything we own is well worth over $20,000. Trust us. We have things from two high-end stereo systems... Probably not ours. Xbox One, large screen TV, smart TV, $3,000 couch, 
toys, beds, laptop, watches, stove, Not deep just freeze, watches, expensive watches, expensive citizens' watches, dishes, even including my motorcycle and a very well maintained 2004 Mazda 3 with 115 thou. Very expensive tools, climbing gear, and lots, lots more. Like I said, we are basically selling everything. The only thing we are keeping is my wife's sewing machine, typewriter, KitchenAid, clothes, phones, and our wedding rings. Mm-hmm. We're clearing our debt. And because obviously we've gotten debt for all of this shit. <laughs> Moving to a new place and restarting our life under assumed names. Mm-hmm. We will not be selling things individually. It's one person or more can buy it all for 17 grand. They lowered the price in, while they were writing this. Mm-hmm. You come with a moving truck and it will help you load. Guns will only be sold if you have a current uh, concealed permit or can provide a background check. It's all up for the grab. You will definitely get your money's worth. If you have any questions, please feel free to text or call. And, oh, look, it's another Charles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my money's on dis- disaster prep, doomsday prepper. Doomsday prepper? Doomsday prepper. You think doomsday prepper? He's moving to a cabin. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting doomsday prepper. He's buying like a five-year supply of food. So here's here's the things I see. Because mm-hmm. if it's doomsday prepper, he wouldn't be selling the guns. Oh, yeah. He would yeah. want to keep so the I, guns. So it doesn't fall apart. This is in Provo. Mm-hmm. It's a bike which is very clean and would be attractive to a young guy. This is a young couple who got married real young. Okay. Kids. And they're suddenly like, wow, shit is expensive. Because mm-hmm. um, they got... Loans for everything. So they're, they're moving back in with mom and dad. Of loans. That's what's happening. They're moving back in. Yeah, they're selling all their shit, and they're moving back in with mom and dad because mm. they realize that they got tons and tons of debt, and they're like, "This shit will not do." Mm. We dump our crap. That's yeah. what's happening. Okay, I back buy with mom that. and dad. Selling their bike and a car. Mm-hmm. Alternate possibility. Witness protection program. Witness protection program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they just want some cash, you know. Because <laughs> they can't take it with them. No, no, it's not going to take any of this stuff with them. The part that really blows my mind is the, the car and the bike and all that stuff. Like, like, here's the other thing. What are the chances that they bought all this stuff? Like, is this them cashing out on stuff other people bought them? Uh, they had to get their debt somehow. Yeah, but they could have gotten their debt, like, going out to expensive meals. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. People that, I mean, that car is not that old. No. No. The bike. Uh, no, that car's... Okay, wait. No, back up. It's 2004 car, Chuck. I'm sorry to have to tell you this. 2004 was 13 years ago. We're going to take a moment while Chuck feels old, everyone. Let's just give him a moment. Wow, it was, wasn't it? Damn. Mm-hmm. Your daughter wasn't born yet in 2004. No. No, no. You, Chuck. It's 2017. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I was. Mm-hmm. I was thirty-two in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, we can move on. Okay then. All right. <laughs> that was fun. Mm-hmm. Little trip down memory lane. It's gonna happen to you. Yep, I know. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I just hope I'm still alive to see it. Don't worry, we'll milk it for extra jokes on the show. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. So, okay. So. Hmm. I wonder if they're selling all their cars or if they're keeping one. I, I don't know. Because they could be, you know, they could still be preppers. Yeah. And they're just keeping like one or two guns. Because mm-hmm. you don't want, you don't need a whole arsenal of guns. You just need. Have you ever met a prepper who did not have an arsenal of guns? I haven't met a prepper. Mm. Have you? Yeah. I don't know any arsenals. preppers. Fucking arsenals. 
I figured they just want like one or two dependable guns and a lot of ammo. No, that, that's entirely too sensible. They they want a, just a lot of guns. All the guns. All the guns. Well, because you know that the others the others who aren't preppers are coming to get your stuff. To get your guns? Yeah. Oh. All of us liberals will be called upon to come get your stuff. Um, if you're a liberal prepper, then you know obviously the uh, the right wing uh, neo fascists are coming for your stuff. If you're somewhere in the middle, I'm not really sure who's coming to get your stuff, but it's definitely someone when you're a prepper. I will go to get their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but Especially I have, if they have ice cream. I have my I'm coming for your ice cream. But you know what they have? What? They have astronaut ice cream. They don't have real ice cream. Oh, fuck that. They've noise. got nothing but astronaut Shit. ice cream. I can go cream. make my own ice cream. All I need, <laughs> is, I, need a, I need a cow or a goat and some ice. <laughs> and some salt. Some salt. Some salt. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's all a freeze-dried astronaut ice oh, cream. Balls and, that. They can keep their stupid, shitty prepper ice cream. You got Fucking. sick of that at age 12. Yeah, they got sick of that the first time I ate it. <laughs> this is not ice cream. This is bullshit is what this is. This is filled with lies and sin. Mm-hmm. Lies and misdirection. <laughs> I don't want their stupid prepper ice cream. I don't want their stupid prepper bite. <laughs> I don't no. want it. I don't want it. I want the you next You know what bite. the prepper bike is? What's that? The Rokon. Oh, sure. That's the prepper bike. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Except you can't get parts for it. Yeah. Whatever. Hmm. You could just duct tape and fiber fix. Put a lot of, put a lot of guns on it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Next. 1996 Yamaha Radian YX600. YX. Okay. Those are interesting. Uh, $350. It's, um. What? Conspicuously missing a tank. Um, I have it's, clutch cable and throttle cable for it, you know, because that's the thing I was worried about when I saw this bike. That's all that's in that picture. It, it just needs new gas tank so and assembly. There's a frame. With and, the carbs. And the motor. Yeah, it needs a gas tank and assembly with the carbs. This is, um. It just needs, you know, the some bike stuck together with it to make bike. This yep. is a bike that has been attacked by cartoon locusts. Could be. And this is what comes rolling out at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just imagining how this bike came into this person's possession. Is that the speedometer propped up like a headlight? That's actually normal for those. That was uh, that was the thing they did. Why? Oh, never mind. How do you nope. read it? Nope. I was wrong. There's it's bobbed. It's a seat that's made to look like a baseball. Yeah. It's a bobber project, Chuck. What do you mean that's normal? Hmm? How is that normal? Mounting it off the handlebars like that? Where the speedometer is pointing forward so the person you're following can see how fast you're going? It's not pointing forward. It's pointing back at him. No, it's not. It totally We're... is. Look at, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is, that's the back That's the back of the bike? That's the back of the bike. Oh, I thought, oh, this whole time I thought we were looking at the front. <laughs> ah, it's all coming together now. I thought that was the front of yeah, a this chopper. Is, this is a bobber project somebody bought. They're like, uh, bobbers are cool. I'm okay. going to bobber project. It's just like it's just like this new generation is a bunch of uh, a bunch of do-it-yourselfers. Chuck foreshadowing. This is horrible. Yes. Oh my god. It is horrible. And the funny part is, is the radiant underneath it is not a bad bike. I want to go back to my original perception of this is this is a chopper, and we're looking at a rear rear. We're looking at a a uh, mismounted speedometer. It feels less horrible that way, doesn't it? Yeah, because that's. Knowing the truth just makes me feel sick. You're now you're now infinitely less rich. Oh my god, I can't stop seeing the front wheel now. Yep. I thought that was a real wheel. It's all over, Chuck. That's horrible. Let's check in with one of our correspondents, shall we? Yeah, let's talk about Sturgis. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're talking to Nicole, who was formerly of Helite, but not anymore. Now she hangs out at biker rallies in leather vests. Yes. Hi, Nicole. Hi, guys. Happy to 
be talking to you again from a different place. Um, I'm over at Bonnier now, so we own um, some publications like Cycle World, Motorcyclist Magazine. Um, we're here with Hot Bike and Baggers. Wait a so minute. Got- I've, I've always suspected that there was a certain similarity about basically every motorcycle magazine. They own just about everything. You, okay. No, they're separate. They're different. They're just under one roof. Okay. They're different. <laughs> the money all goes to one fat cat. We have different editors who are, yeah, they're not the same at all. But, but, the, but the cheesy ads in the back, and they all have them. For the, the highly questionable products in the back are all the same highly questionable product. I think that's exactly what Nicole is responsible for, are the cheesy ads in the back. <laughs> yeah, they're like the cool, weird, like, seat pads or, like... Yeah, the, the underpants with armor in them kind oh. of stuff. <laughs> in the Cruiser magazines, there's a lot of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> you know, we're trying to go after that, but they're just not interested, so... <laughs> So so you're can't, up at, you're you can't up at, get that interest up is what you're saying. <laughs> we can't make the sale. Uh, so so you're up at Sturgis now. Yes, it's my first time here and it is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's the only word I can use to describe it. But um, it's beautiful here. I mean, the mountain ranges and just like the vast openness of the of Rapid City and Sturgis mm-hmm. is just really beautiful. So um, the weather's great. Um, there's a lot of people here. I think they said about 300,000 people show up to this year's purchase. That's one of those things where yeah. it's like the biggest city in the state for a few days, right? Wow. Yes. I think normally about 6,000 people here. So oh it God. transforms. Yes. And um, people and like... for the whole people, thing? No, I flew in... On Saturday, and I leave Thursday. So we take it in okay. shifts because no one can stay for the whole thing. It's possible. <laughs> no one, not no one can take an entire Sturgis. <laughs> not come out alive. Yeah. It's just crazy so talk. We're, yeah, we're here. All of our editors are here. They're doing test rides on. Um, there's a new Indian mm. out right now. So they test rode that today. There's like a press release or a press um, launch of some kind today at the Indian booth. And you didn't get in on that? They sent you to cover the do-rags, didn't they? Yeah. No, that's not my job. I'm in marketing. So um, I support the editors and I support the sales team, but I'm not on edit. She's on the a edit. weasel. <laughs> I, I still get to ride the bikes. <laughs> I just don't ride, write about them. What, what's what's the craziest thing you've seen so far? Yeah, Sturgis? Um, are we saying like what's the craziest PG thirteen thing I've seen? Or this is real nerds, Nicole. You can say anything you want on this well, show. I know it's real nerds. But... <laughs> okay. Now I'm really interested. <laughs> this this <laughs> conversation just got better. I I have to go to Sturgis now. Apparently. Yes, you have to go to Sturgis, and you have to create a Sturgis bingo. And on your bingo card, there will be topless women painted. Mm-hmm. There will be assless chaps. Mm-hmm. There will be visors with fake hair. There what? will be. There's a lot of interesting things here. Visors with fake. Okay, now this is going to sound strange that this is the one I like to you, but visors with fake hair? You mean like Cookie Monster? You know, the dudes with the visors with like the spiky hair. It's like it looks like real hair, but it's not. Oh, and it's you mean on the top of the helmet? Oh, it's because they're all bald. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's just a hat. It's, it's nothing, nothing to do with motorcycles. Oh, it's okay. It's just Chuck. It's a. Oh, 
Oh, no. What? No. What? <laughs> we uh, The first night we went out on Saturday, we went to a bar called All American, and they had a live band playing. Really interesting, cool crowd. Um, and then after that, we went to a place called One-Eyed Jacks, and One-Eyed Jacks is a famous bar. Um, there's, like, three different bars inside, like, one building. They're just all mm. kind of connected. Okay. But they're known for their bartenders who are – most oh. of them are very beautiful. They're usually flown in from different states. I see where this is going. I've seen these. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so um, the first night we went there after All-American, and – one of the bartenders, she had like this mohawk thing going on and um, like feathers in her mohawk. And then me- she had like a Pocahontas thing going on, like a whole huh. Pocahontas thing. And she laid down on the bar and they put whipped cream on her. And there was guys, one dude with no shirt on, taking a shot off of her. So they do like body shots. Um, oh, off of- yeah. That's yeah. the craziest thing I've seen. That doesn't that doesn't really fly in the face of anything I suspected about Sturgis, but that that sounds pretty. Didn't expect that, huh? <laughs> that sounds pretty normal to me. <laughs> but so, where do you guys go out again, Utah? <laughs> yeah, we're in Utah. That's that's that sounds very sin. We gotta go. You gotta go unsin afterwards. Body shots off of women. I call that Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who I'm talking to. Um, but I did see a lot of bedazzled boobs. Can I say boobs on wheel nerds? Absolutely. You can say boobs. Bedazzled. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. The fact Nicole, that they're bedazzled is... Nicole, you have to say it slower and deeper. Bedazzled? <laughs> sure. Yes, painted and bedazzled. So here's a question that we are trying to figure out, and I haven't solved the question yet. I don't have the answer yet, but maybe you guys do. Um, so do you think they repaint? I mean, there's very elaborate paint jobs mm-hmm. on these women. Yeah. We're trying to figure out if they repaint them every night or if they, they just it. keep it on all week. Like, they got it, right? Because it's not like cold there, right? Like something, you got to be sweating. I bet they, they could it's just do touch-ups. You, you think- could do a touch-up in the morning. But they're going to get pretty stinky. They sleep with it like that? Or maybe they don't sleep? Maybe they're just like weird zombie Sturgis bartenders or something? They're partying the whole time, obviously. You should ask one. One of them told me they made 20 grand per week. Holy shit. Right? I'm like rethinking my life choices. (laughs) You're like, where do I buy a bedazzler in this town? I need body paint. I need a, I need a book about a mixed drinks and a bedazzler. <laughs> and How a, to do body paint for a dummy. 20 grand in a week. Yes. And they're all, I met girls from Florida, from California, all over the place. Wow. And, and then they can find bar? somebody to do their taxes afterwards. So that's easy. That was, has to be a nightmare. Well, it's, I'm sure it's all, a lot of it's just cash thrown at them that mm-hmm. just disappears into a black hole. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot, like, stuffed into things, like, shirt, bras, panties, you know. They pretty much just wear lingerie. Sure. Todd, we have to get to the sidecar. We have to go. Some people need us. <laughs> Away! Yeah, I don't know. This sounds this sounds very people-filled. Yeah. Um, I saw a very interesting thing. I mean, it isn't, like, uh, bar-esque, but I saw a steam-powered Jeep Ooh. with 
three axles. Um, I guess there's like a TV show where they built it on the TV show, but I talked to the guy who worked on it huh. and they turned it on and it's crazy. It doesn't have anything to do with motorcycles, but it was interesting. Oh, still. So you're seeing like cool cars and stuff there too? Trucks, Jeeps? Um, yeah, Chevrolet is here with the booths, That's which I thought was kind of weird. I know why they're there. What? You do? In case your truck breaks down and you need to haul your trailer home. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. You flew in. You're supposed to trailer into there. Get with the program, Nicole. Come on. No, I wish I could have rode here. It's beautiful, the riding. I mean, the oh. roads around here are really amazing. God, have you had yeah, a chance to do any riding? Um, no. Oh, you know what? I did. I hitched a ride with someone from... So there's two parts of... Sturgis, kind of. There's Sturgis downtown, and then there's a place called the Buffalo Chip, mm-hmm. and it's just like another location of debauch- debauchery. It's just they. That's where Ozzy Osbourne's playing on Wednesday, and they have bands. Oh, wow. um, they did the flat track race last night. Cool. That we watched. Um, they have this great jump on this track, and one of our um, sponsored riders, Hayden Gillum. He actually won first place on that round, so nice. that was great to watch. Okay, yeah, he's nice. super. So, so your job yeah. now is to is to find the like the test ride on a sports or like an Indian scout. You'd be like, I'm just gonna take this for a little test ride. I'll be I'll be right back. Whoop, 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 whoop. I, mean, no, I don't think everyone really cares about my opinion, but I still try to like offer it to people who ask. <laughs> we care, Nicole. We care. Yeah. Here at Will Nerds, we care. Mm-hmm. Well, I did ride a 1290 Super Duke GT from. Oh my God, was it good? Please. From Los Angeles to San Francisco. Tell me it was a, good. It was amazing. <laughs> it has 174 horsepower. What? So how long did it take you to ride from um, LA to San Francisco? Um, no comment. No. Um, <laughs> Is the CHP listening? <laughs> You know what, I had to stop a lot because when I hit Bakersfield, it turned to 110.6 degrees. Oh, my. That's what it said on the dash. I don't think I'd want to stop at that point. I think I just want to generate as much wind as possible. Well, it's like riding in a blow dryer. Uh, Like, just uh, blow dryer on. You can't even open your visor because it's so, the heat, it's like. worse when it's open. It makes all your body paint and bedazzling just fall right off. I know, and just melt off. (laughs) But Uh, yeah, I had to to pull over a few times and just, like, drench myself in water, drink a lot of water. Um, I, like, started feeling a little dizzy at some point. So, yeah, it was kind of rough. It, like, challenged me quite a bit, and I mm. didn't really expect that. But the bike was awesome. It has cruise control. Oh, my God. It's, like, really weird on a motorcycle because, like, you want to, like, kind of take your hands off, but you don't. I don't know. It's, like, weird with the cruise control. Mm. Um, but it's very smooth. The handling on it is great. So does the cruise control work at 120 miles? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, always put the speed. One. <laughs> but you know what's weird? When you set the cruise control really high, like when you tap on the brake to disengage the cruise control, it completely cuts the throttle. Oh, so damn. So it throws oh. you forward. Oh. Yeah. So I stopped putting the cruise control over 85. <laughs> that would be ridiculous, Chuck. She's pulled over doing like 130. But officer, I had the cruise control set. 
I don't yeah. understand how it works. Fast, just because it was like ridiculously hot. I was dying. Oh, that bike looks so cool. Oh, it looks so cool. It, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Think, think like, think like, like, like uh, a Buell SX yeah. with, with bags mm-hmm. and you know comfy seating position. Oh. And interesting thing is, you can set the preload like on the fly, and the oh. me- the menu is like so easy to navigate. That's good. Cool. I mean, it, it's not like BMW's wheel thing. Oh, God, I mean, it's <laughs> super easy to navigate. So, um, yeah, you can set it for like two up, two up with luggage, one up with luggage. Um, it also has heated grips. You can run that on and off. Well, you've got um, heated grips. I mean, you know. Or your barbarians. <laughs> it's a $20,000 motorcycle. Better have heated grips. Okay. <laughs> Wait, how much again? No heated grips. Living like animals. How much is this bike? 20 grand. Holy crap. Yeah. They're, they're... A motorcycle, right? And a KTM? I don't know. But um, it's... If you could have one motorcycle to do it all, that would be one of the ones to do it. <laughs> wait, wait. If you could have one motorcycle, this would be one of them. <laughs> that would be one of the only motorcycles. <laughs> Nicole's like, there's no such thing as one motorcycle. I'm confused by your statements. They're strange. You know, I love my 990 still. I don't know if... I mean, I like the 1290, but I don't know if I would step up to the... Um, Step up to the twelve ninety for that price. I know a surprisingly large number of people who are in the same boat with you, actually. How come? Uh, the nine ninety was just a kick-ass platform. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was. It, it's wonderful. It's you could tweak a- it a little bit to your knees, and it didn't really need anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, are you seeing yeah. any KTM's at Sturgis? I saw a ten ninety. And it was being chased. <laughs> it was. Parked amongst the rest of them. <laughs> he was doing a wheelie down the street with a finger in the air while they're throwing bottles at him. I've seen some Hayabusa's. I've seen, hmm. Yeah, not very many, though. I mean, it's all Harleys. Sure. Uh, how much of a presence is Indy in there? Quite a bit. Um, they were in the flat track race last night with mm-hmm. two of their um, flat track bikes, and they sound different than any other bike on the track and they're also super fast Mm. but um with that jump they were jumping it so high that the sprocket like came up i don't know exactly what happened but something Uh happened and they had to stop racing bummer Uh (laughs) uh-oh was their suspension too long travel i wonder and it like hopped the sprocket maybe And and then somehow there was an oil leak. So I don't know if it was in correlation with that or separate or what. Somehow there was an oil leak as they went off jumps. (laughs) Yeah. But good presence here. Um, You know, they're really trying to push the Scouts. The Scouts are pretty awesome bikes. Have you guys ridden those bikes? I haven't gotten to yet. No, I've sat on them. Yeah. Um, I hear really good things about it. I hear they handle fairly well. I wonder if they'll be doing demos at AIM. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I wonder if they're doing demos. They're doing demo rides here. For customers. They're also not doing, doing demos. BMW's demo, demo riding their new K1600B. B? Oh, that's the 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 the, the one that's the Geezer Glide one, yeah. right? Well, Do they have their little bikes it, there? It's like the K1600 GTL, but it's a bagger version of it. It's yeah. like a... Yeah. 
Um, do they have their little bikes? The new 250, 300s? They've got like a, like two new bikes from last year, like the, the 250 Mm. GS and the 250 something else. The 250? I think it's a 300. 300. Yeah. I guess not. They're not there. I want to see that. Yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty cool. Something to compete with the KTM 390, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So are you are you seeing? Is it? I mean, is it just? I'm sure it's a sea of baggers. But are there any other like weird clicks you see amongst the other bikes? Mm-hmm. Harley's are. I mean, they're not really my jam. So I like. They all blend it's hard in. For me, to, like tell the difference between them, you know. Uh-huh. But I know there's like an FXR crowd. So there's this one area where they do like a large FXR um, like bike show, okay. and there was probably like 400 FXRs all in one area. So what yeah. all do you do, do during the dance? Or just go on rides? Um, no, I mostly like talk to our clients. Well, I mean, like and a generic person, not just you. What do oh, the commoners okay. do at Sturgis? What, yeah. what, what do the plebes do? <laughs> um, there's so much to do. I mean, people watching is definitely like at the top of the list. But um, yeah, they they do rides. They did a ride today called the Mayor's Ride, which um, you go up into the hills past Sturgis. Really beautiful. There was a lot of bikes on that ride. Um, Todd's making very slow hand motions. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 15 mile an hour ride yes that's the thing is like even if you wanted to take a bike and ride around here you can't go over 35 this I is mean, perfect for the Ural. I have to go <laughs> <laughs> I have found my calling <laughs> my people need me basically there is a lot of beer and alcohol consumed oh, like beer. that is the number one thing to do in Sturgis that's relevant to my interest that beer. seems crazy why they must go through, like, a ridiculous amount of booze. I would love to know that figure. <laughs> that would be sort of interesting, actually. <laughs> That's yeah. how some of these girls are making $20,000 in a week. Touche. Because <laughs> yeah. shirtless guys are doing body shots off them. <laughs> and then and they like, sell the shirts after they're painted, they're all over, like, 40 years old. Sure. Well, Wait, what? You know. Who? Yeah. Let's not judge. The painted ladies? Oh. Yeah. No, no judging, no judging. Just, um, yeah, interesting. There's nothing wrong with being over 40, Nicole. It's not, it's just not a younger crowd, that's all. You know, just. I, I, I've heard that, but I guess I sort of assumed that it would be like a, a kind of an older crowd, but there would still be like a decent contingent of young folks. So is it, is it, it I mean. Ha- Are there any hipsters at Sturgis? Um, Besides the few you. hipsters that I see, I'm not, I'm not a hipster. The few hipsters that I see are, like, part of, um, I saw some, like, that are part of BMW's group. Um, yeah, there's, there's young, there's younger people. Definitely. There's younger people. Cause that's always been, like, what everyone talks about as being Harley's biggest concern is their, yeah, how do you, their aging client base. Yeah, sooner or later yeah. they're gonna kick the bucket. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole motorcycle industry, like, our median age is, over 50 of like people, our audience. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing to do with like what we put out as content. It's just the motorcycle industry as a whole has like an older, right. you know, we're really right. trying to get 
younger people into it, but it's not how it was 20, 30 years ago. And there's nothing wrong with being older and close to 50. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with Todd. it, but we need to get motorcyclists, like new motorcyclists, into the industry to keep it alive and booming. Mm-hmm. How much do you think is just the economic factors? I mean, if we're talking about, you know, here's the here's the Duke GT, which is an absolutely kick-ass, amazing bike, $20,000. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. we are seeing... Uh, a raise in um, used bike sales, mm-hmm. especially with younger demographics, because they're more of like a do-it-yourself generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to buy these used bikes. They're looking at do-it-yourself videos online, like our video series MC Garage. Um, so we have a lot younger of a demographic watching that. Um, but they're not really buying as many new motorcycles. Uh, and the industry kind of thrives on the new motorcycles because that's where the profit margins live, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's what keeps the dealers alive for sure. Well, I mean, it keeps everyone alive. Oh, there's, yeah. There's not enough billies in the world. We need more billies mm-hmm. buying sport, brand new sports bikes on credit card loans. Yes. I don't think the billies can get credit so card loans. These anymore. are, I think, coming to an end, <laughs> unfortunately, but. So is there anything that's left for you to do at Sturgis that you're really looking forward to? Because you you got, what, two or three more days there? Is there, like, any big event coming up? Um, I did want to see Ozzy Osbourne play at Buffalo Chip. That's, like, kind of on my list. I think it would be a good time. Uh, other than that, let's see. There is another flat track race coming up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So um, I think these are televised, and they are, like, so fun to watch. So if you can watch some highlights online or um, tune in, like, live tomorrow, it's worth it. Cool. Um, Todd wants to go flat track racing. I, I'd enjoy flat track racing, I think. Yeah. It looks super fun. It looks like, like a hoot. Lighting their tires around. They're jumping. It looks pretty imagine- my old bones are old. <laughs> so, Nicole, would you try flat track racing? If, they, if they're like, come out and give it a try. Yes. 100%. <laughs> no hesitation. No. Wow. I, cool. Yeah. I wouldn't say no. Well, cool. Um, Thanks for uh, jumping on the phone with us, Nicole. Yeah, no problem. I mean, words can't really sum up Sturgis, so... I did the best I could, but you really just have to be here to experience it. There, nobody can tell you what it's like until you're here and really see it for yourself. You know, the last time a guy told me that, I woke up in the van missing my kidney. <laughs> How was the experience, though? <laughs> He'll never forget. <laughs> Once in a million? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, awesome. Well, nice catching up with you guys. Take yeah, care. You too, man. Totally. Sturgis. I want to go Sturgis. I'd want to go at least once just to have gone. And more to the point, I want to go loaded for bear, like with like everything but the big neon sign that says, we're the wheel nerds. Come talk to us. <laughs> what? Why not? With the big neon sign. It's really heavy. Super duper heavy. I think it'd be kind of cool. I agree. But we're going to ride there. We're not going to hike and carry it in on our that's back. True. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll ride in and then we'll have, we'll have like microphones all over us. And then I can just do my, do my, uh, Todd attacks people at random in the crowd. Maneuver. Yeah. Hello, person in the crowd who I'm talking to. You're very interested to talk to me. I don't feel like I can't get away. I know it's something I do with my voice. 
I'll do that too, but everyone I go up to will be a naked woman who's body painted. It's a form of mind control. <laughs> Hi, can you talk to me? <sighs> body paint and bedazzlers. How do they stick? Uh, I, I suspect the bedazzle goes on first and then the paint around it and you like wipe it off the bedazzle, maybe? Don't you sweat it off? I don't know. I mean, the paint I can see staying, just the bedazzling. I guess maybe it's really good glue? I don't, good I don't know. Good skin glue? I haven't done these things with bedazzlers, to be fer- perfectly honest with you. We have a mission. Get a bedazzler. I'm going to bedazzle you up. What? Screw that noise. <laughs> totally. O- only one of us here barely ever wears sleeves, and it ain't me. <laughs> If anybody's getting bedazzled, it's, it's you. you. No. <laughs> it's absolutely it you. It makes sense that it would In be fact, me. This is a dare. This is this is a straight up double dare. What? We're gonna bedazzle you and then you're going to the gym. Oh, I'd do that. <laughs> no one would bat an eye because it's me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's <laughs> is there a, is there an in fact better yet, we're gonna bedazzle you? And I it should be conference weekend, I and you're going to walk down the road in a tank top while bedazzled. I should not have said it. Do I get to wear a tank top? Yeah. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be topless. <laughs> we, could always, we could always bedazzle you, and you could put the tank top like through your belt, you know, like the guys do when they're walking down the road, and they want everybody to know that they're cut. Put their tank top through their belt? you never seen this? The guys are like, well, i got to take this shirt or tank top off and put it through my belt and walk around that way, because apparently it's... Oh, oh yeah. Dirty? I... No, no. No, I won't be doing that. No. <laughs> I think your skin is more suited for bedazzling because you're hairy. I, 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 I think you, I, I think the comedy would be I think the taking better. off of the bedazzlers would be thoroughly horrifying. Comedy? Uh, comedy? No, no. I just no. want to get a can of the, of the spray glue. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, roll you in candy sprinkles. God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You'll be be sprinkled. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Sprinkles falling off everywhere. <laughs> You're crying and eating them at the same time. Why? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think I think bedazzling's in your future. <laughs> There will be dazzles, and they but yeah, we be, definitely be, should go Sturgis. I oh would, yeah, oh, totally. I would like to go next year. Mm-hmm. I want to take the Ural. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, certainly get a lot of attention. And I can't go fast. Took for fucking ever to get up there with it, but yeah, but I mean, once I'm there, I'll be among the fastest bikes. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I was thinking, you know, I, I was thinking, once if I get the, if I get the. Get everything adjusted so it's comfy at highway speed. You know, mm-hmm. could take the bandit up. Yeah. I mean, you have to stop gas like every hundred miles, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be the, I'd be the, I'd be one of the fastest bikes there in first gear. I would just, you know, leave a day ahead of you, so that you won't be waiting too long so at the most end. Most of the way there, it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> was that you, Todd? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That way you're not waiting too long at the finish line. Yeah. It'd work. It'd work. It'd totally work. We got some listener mail. Oh, wait, what? Oh, do we want to do the voicemail first? Oh, yeah. So we got some listener... Voicemails. Voicemails? Voicemails. We got some messages. Mm Mm-hmm. And the first one, things got weird. Where's the kaboom? There's supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Uh, Uh, thanks, Marvin the Martian. Okay. 
Did, mm-hmm. We've never even talked about Marvin, have we? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, nice, nice job on the callback. Mm-hmm. I, I like Marvin. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. And then uh, we got uh, this voicemail from Clinton, who's uh, going to check out Joe Pop. Hey, Todd and Chuck, it's Clinton from Massachusetts, actually, uh, in New Hampshire right now. Uh, I was just wanted to call. I don't know why, but uh, you put out your number, and I said, well, I what the hell? So I appreciate that last podcast. I'm glad to hear about the seat maker there. Um, I've been thinking about other seats for my uh, for my V-Strom. I kind of think the seat on the V-Strom is comfortable enough for me, but I've heard a lot about Russell Vaillant's seat. I had a Corbin seat on my last bike, and it was good. It was fine. So, anyways, I just want to call and say hi. Appreciate your podcast. Uh, next month, uh, Joe Pop is going to stop by, see all 48 states, lower 48, and New Hampshire is one of them. And, anyways, he'll be over uh, the house for one night anyway. So, Anywho, take care. Great show. See you around. And it sounds like he's also putting up Joe Pop. Thank you, Clinton. That would be nice fair. Does a much longer voicemail. We had to edit it down for, for time constraints and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey, thanks for calling. And anyone can give us a call, leave us a voicemail, and we'll probably play it on the show. And possibly make fun of you a little bit. Maybe. These things happen. And and new, and now we have, like, regular emails. Yes. So uh, Mike invites Chuck and disaster. Okay. Let Chuck know that if he's coming to Columbus for AIM, that on Saturday night the AMA is having a Bike. It's having a bike. And it is free admission to the museum. Bike party? It's bike something? I'm going to guess bike party. Mm. Maybe they're eating a bike. They're eating a bike. <laughs> Just as like a stunt. <laughs> the know? AMA is showing up like as a swarm of locusts and they're, let's eat this bike. Ah, that's what happened to the YZ. Uh, <laughs> it's not the greatest museum, but for free, it's decent. I live about five miles from the museum, so I'll probably stop by. That could uh, be cool. All right. So I'm sure this won't end with Mike wearing my skin. Nah. Nah. Now, Brian also wants to wear Chuck's skin. I will be in a disguise. And send us another AIM invite. Uh-huh. A member of my garage turned me on to you guys recently and also suggested I contact you for an interview discussion at the AIM Expo. Oh, cool. cool. Bob K's given Skidmark Garage, that's, uh, by the way, the person behind the AIM Expo, a sizable area in the custom culture section of the show. I have no idea what to expect from this, but what I do plan on doing is promoting community motorcycle garages to the OEMs and all the suits in general. Nice. I'm going to warn you now, they're going to hate it, but all the people who actually ride it think it's really cool. Yep. I will be there from Tuesday afternoon till Sunday evening. I'd love to hook up with you guys, assuming you're going, and talk your ears off about how CMGs are changing the face of the motorcycle industry. I would love to hear more about Color us interested. Yeah. And I will be there... I'll I'll have bro as my audio video bitch. Cool. So yeah. he'll be my fake Todd. I'll have bro as my fake Todd. I won't be there. You won't I'll be there. Be suffering. You'll be somewhere else. Home. But you'll be there next year. That's Vegas. damn straight. Yeah. We're going to Vegas next year. Next year our big ones will be Aim and Sturgis. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I'm 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 feeling good about it. Yeah. Get, get positive Sturgis vibes. I got positive that or you know what I really want to do? Mm. I want to go to the Isle of Man for the TT. That'd be cool. That's a, that's would, an undertaking. That's a that's a bucket list for that me. Was far, yeah. I was talking to Fancy Charles about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you could. You, We've been you kicking could stay around. with some of his family or something. Or just well, he wants to go. Tim and Heather have been talking. Oh, okay. About it. Yeah. So we were talking that we would go together. Uh-huh. The Fancy Charles and and the not less fancy, less considerably Charles, the, less the fancy. pedestrian Charles. The- Fun fact: I went by Charles until I was about nineteen. Really? Yep. Hmm. That's why my ex-wife calls me Charles. Oh. Because that's all she's known me as. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> Except for my family. My family called me Charlie. Okay. All right. Family called me Charlie. Everyone else called me Charles. Hmm. Okay. So Chuck is a relatively Chuck decent... started in college. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And that, I just sort of stuck with it. Just rolled with it. Just rolled with it. Huh? Fair enough. But I remember I would get livid if people in high school called me Chuck. Hmm. I don't know why. This livid, angry nerd, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> giant Coke bottle, birth control glass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shut up. Yep. <laughs> that's that's a little tidbit from my life history. There you go. Yep. Because no matter how huge Chuck gets, there's always that pesky neck reminding him that once upon a time. <laughs> He was a skinny nerd. Not skinny. <laughs> he was a tubby nerd. Tubby little nerd. <laughs> yep. He looks in the mirror and he sees the tubby little nerd looking back. Eating a chocolate bar. That's because you're actually eating a chocolate bar. He's eating a bigger one. <laughs> He's on his fifth. Gotcha. You're just on your first. Okay. Makes sense. I can see it now. What have you learned, Todd? I've learned that the Todd in the mirror is much more handsome than the Chuck in the mirror. What have you learned? I've learned I need to go to Sturgeon with a lot of spare ones and fives. And a bedazzler. And a bedazzler. Ooh, I wonder if they'll let me bedazzle them. Ooh. You know, if you're, if you're, you. I wonder if I could set up a stand. Oh my God, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, it's on. The Euro is going to be a portable bedazzling paint stand. Oh, I figured you like just, the ice cream. I, I, I figured you just get the vast, vast array of women and theoretically men. It's 2017. Yeah, why not? In their 40s and 50s to come and put money in your G-string to pay for the trip. Oh, I'd be the one bedazzled? No, no, no it could work. Well, I was thinking I'd be bedazzling. I'd, I'd make the Euro like a, a portable bedazzling studio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the, the ice cream. You're going to have to get a lot better bedazzling. How hard is it? You just spray on that sticky glue and roll them around in it, right? I don't think that's how it works. It's like a little device that like puts them on and you put them on in patterns and things, don't you? I'll I'll be like that alternative bedazzler. Like ah. like the alternative spray uh spray paint artists that do the real fast ah, street okay. art. That will be me. So you just like Yep. You just you spray spray and you just like throw sprinkles. Yeah, or roll them around or you know, yeah. depending on how attracted they are, maybe massage the bedazzling and <laughs> I see. I see. Hand place stones. Un uncreepy in that screen. <laughs> and then they give me money. Huh. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with this. There's no flaws to this plan. I, I'm I'm looking for them. I know they must be there. <laughs> they have to be there. There's the ice cream mural that's great. The progressive mm-hmm. had the, the haircut shoe shine mural. Mm-hmm. I'm the bedazzle mural is the coming. Bedazzle. Yeah. Solid. That's where I'm gonna be. I'll just be your I'll just be your supply guy. Be like, Todd, more dazzles. <laughs> 2018. What's the, what's the plural of dazzle? Dazzles? Dazzle? Dazzly? Dazzlies? Dazzlem? Dazzlies. More dazzlies. More dazzlies. Tassels. We'll take tassels. Them too. Yeah. That's the up, that's the upsell. This premium. Yeah. Wheel nerd tassels. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm naked. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) Right safe, everybody. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps.
If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Oh my god. Why? Can I see boobs on Wheel Nerds? Damn it, boobs! <laughs> <laughs> hey, say <it> on boobs! <laughs> <laughs>